We are back with another episode of An Untold Narrative, where we feature creatives, artists, photographers, videographers from all different disciplines and backgrounds from around the world. And today, I have the honor and privilege to speak to Alyssa Stevens, who's an unbelievable artist. We actually met through uh, the NFT community called V Friends um, in Massachusetts. She's a Massachusetts-based artist for now. Um, and uh, I'm stoked to have her. Alyssa, how are you and where are you? Hello, I'm doing amazing. I'm in Massachusetts currently, but I'm living in New York City. Actually, maybe I shouldn't say that in this. Why not? <laughs> because I didn't tell anyone in my family yet. Oh, that's amazing. We could, we'll, yeah. we'll think about it. We'll yeah. clip it. Um, but when, when are you planning on going? August. Okay, so it's coming up soon. So, so your first question, why haven't you told them yet? Because anytime I've said I wanted to move to New York City, my family is like, freaks out. My dad's like, you're going to get stabbed. They think it's so dangerous. I think it's fine. So, I, it's a, yeah, that's, it's, it's possible, right? It's very, very small yeah. percentage, but it's but possible, but yeah. I, don't I think it'd be anything, okay. Cause it's always like something negative. So, so speaking of, um, things that are negative we try to avoid that just because we're part of this crazy i'll use the word crazy v friends community uh through gary vaynerchuk and uh you know a lot of the listenership here is you know from creatives from footwear designers to you know photographers to people who work in fashion etc cetera, etc cetera. you um obviously promote a lot of positivity you know for the people that follow you on twitter or on instagram was there a moment in time that like was like a light bulb switch for you of like, okay, I'm no longer going to like drown in negativity and I'm just going to like try to focus on really positive energies and, you know, people. I don't know if it was like a light switch, but it was kind of like gradually over time. Um, I just remember like in college and for a little bit after college, I was in a really bad place mentally and struggled with my mental health and I just remember like speaking of you friends, just watching a lot of Gary's content and that really helped me through and kind of helped me to shift my perspective and um, get through a lot. So I think it was more of like over time, um, just starting to like think more positively and also just like start following my dreams and be, you know, like I feel like I was so scared. I had so much fear before and I started viewing life with more of like a curiosity mindset and like, gratitude mindset instead of letting fear control me wow and so i know this because we've chatted but like you're still so young you're i think you're 25 right and so mm -hmm. most people i feel like don't discover these things until like such a later point in time uh but you've like really just said fuck it i'm not, not gonna like let you, you to use your words fear control me um that's so powerful like if somebody's listening and they are still like fearful of doing you know their passion what they're passionate about or, or 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 try something new or whatever like is there something that you would tell those people that to like try to get them like into the uncomfortable zone but like in the long term it'll be so much better for them yeah and I think the reason that I kind of realized it kind of early on is because my job I was working a nine-to-five and I hated it so much and it took a toll on me mentally and physically and I'd be like working crazy hours and was it was just so bad so it kind of pushed me to be like I need to figure my life out I can't keep living like this um but 
I think something that I think about a lot is like the fact that we're gonna die like and it brings me a lot of peace like I don't know why so many people it makes them uncomfortable like I get it death can be a scary idea but like it it makes like our life here so much more meaningful in the sense that it's temporary and like nothing actually matters and we're just like little specks of dust so like having that mindset of like we're so tiny and insignificant but also like that makes our lives more meaningful and beautiful and significant in a way so I kind of like to have that mindset and be like nothing at the end of the day matters and I just like think about myself on my deathbed when I'm older and I'm like I just don't want to have regrets um and so that's kind of what motivates me and I feel like having that mindset really like can remind you like nothing's that serious just like you're here to follow your dreams you're really here to just exist and have a human experience but like also like follow your dreams wow Okay, that's one way to start this episode. I have chills all up and down me right now. That is wild. Yeah, I mean, death is is one of those things that like nobody talks about until it like happens, right? Or the people around you like and it happens. And I think you're right. I think we just need to think about death every day, like when we wake up. And like then instead of being scared of it or or thinking it's eventually going to happen, like think it's going to happen today and like just work on what you want to work on. You did talk, talk, touch on and talk about you leaving a job. And I know that from talking to a lot of creatives over the years and a lot of artists and myself as an artist, most artists are not full-time artists. They work a job and then they do art on the side because they have life and bills and children or families or whatever, or whatever to focus on. And you have taken this leap very early on and you just said fuck it i'm not going to work a job that i don't like and i'm going all in on my art is it really as simple as what you said earlier of like i just don't want to work for somebody that i don't like enjoy and like my job or like how how are you able to sustain yourself as a full-time artist just because i know how challenging it can be um i think like before i ever even graduated college in my mind I was like I don't want to work a nine-to-five so my goal was always before I even started working to get out of it and to like find a way to work for myself I never thought I'd be a full-time artist that was never something I thought really was possible or let myself think about I always just loved making art and kind of used it to cope with a lot of things like it was a very therapeutic thing for me and I always loved creating um and I kind of always wanted to do something more entrepreneurial as well. So when I learned about the NFT space, it kind of felt like it was merging like art and entrepreneurship in a way. Um, and so, wait, what was that? Oh my God, my mind. What was the question again? <laughs> no, I mean, you, you were answered it perfectly of like, you know. <laughs> no, I think so. So, so, so doing, going off on your own and, and, and working for yourself and leaving a job um obviously the nft space has helped that and so do you do you think about it now because it's part of your artwork like of like hey i need to sell nfts or do you think of it like hey i need to sell art i think for a while i was thinking of it more like i need to sell nfts now i'm really trying to like especially with the market and realizing like the market fluctuates it's not really sustainable to like only expect to make money from nft so i'm really trying to like diversify my streams of income and kind of like work on building a brand with my art and like i have stuff up in my shop and things like that i'm trying to really like build on that and find new ways 
to make uh, money from my art and actually I'm like working with a brand now that I don't know if I should talk about it now it's like a new thing so yeah please (laughs) there's this really cool brand in web3 space it's very new called super sketch and they have this new it's not like super new they've been working on it for a long time but they haven't like moved forward with anything yet until now and um, they have this super canvas technology and basically how they describe it is it's like only fans for artists it's really cool um in the sense of like you you basically get subscribers to watch you live create on a canvas and it's like um people pay a subscription fee and they can watch their favorite creators creating live and it like updates immediately to wherever the person's watching it. So it kind of like gives artists a supplemental income between when they're releasing new artwork or just in general to kind of like make money that way. So I think that's really cool, like that there's brands doing things like this. I mean, they're the first brand I've heard anything doing like, like doing anything like that, which I think is really cool. So I feel like there's just so many new opportunities constantly coming up. So that, that's one, I haven't heard of that either, but that does sound like a cool, like business model. And like, what's interesting about that is people are going to watch you live create. And so you, you as an full-time artist have to create regardless. So now you technically get to make money while people watch you create and then hopefully sell that work of art that you're already creating anyway, while people watch. So it's like a, it's like a double win. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because I know a lot of artists, including myself, like sometimes I feel like I'm always trying to create social content. So like record myself creating and things like that. And it can kind of feel like invasive or exhausting because sometimes you just want that creative process to be alone and like more sacred. But with this, even though people are watching it, you like aren't really aware of it as much. It's just you creating like on your iPad. So it it feels kind of like less invasive in that way. So you talked about building your brand so that's like one olive branch right it sounds like you're 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 going to participate in and you're going to start you know putting out there you have the the nft side do you do physical items do you take a traditional route of like an etsy store things like that like those are like the traditional ways that artists sell work right and but you you've been very proactive in in extending to these new these new efforts and, and pathways um, how else are you planning on building out your brand? Do you have any like other ideas that you want to kind of pursue? Yeah, I'm like in the very early stages, but I feel like I want to kind of like work on building a brand that goes beyond just me as an artist. And um, I guess like, I don't know if you're familiar with the brands, we're not really strangers or even like on Facebook, like 15 years ago, or however long ago, when I was in like middle school, I remember I was obsessed with humans of New York and like, like the stories that they would tell. And I feel like I, I love brands that kind of showcase connection between like strangers or just even with yourself. And that's something I feel like is really important to my art. So I'm kind of like, I'm very in the early stages, but I want to create a brand that's kind of similar to those and really is able to like go beyond just me as an artist and bring people together. And I feel like I've seen such a strong community come mm-hmm. from my art like on Twitter, especially, and it's been really cool. So um, that's my idea right now. I love that. That's uh, I definitely know those brands and they do evoke a lot of, you know, positive messaging and, and, uh, and bringing people together in communities. And I think you've started that, like you do your, your weekly Twitter space, you know, I think, I think I saw that the last one went seven hours. Yeah. I was up to like 2am. It was crazy. 
and people just stayed religiously on there and just like chatted about life yeah and like it started getting weird vibes at the end to be honest <laughs> and some guy at the end joined and he like he was just some random person that didn't know anyone and he joined and then we were talking and he was like oh it's so cool to find a great space like this i scrolled past so many stupid crypto and nft spaces like oh my god gary v is so stupid all this stuff and i was like oh my god don't click on my profile right now because my pin tweet is literally me with gary v um, <laughs> but then we we like still got along and, I, and we were we we're like it's okay we can have differences of opinion and that's why i love my spaces it's just like you know i feel like there's a lot of love and just like it's it's kind of beautiful so it, it is funny because like similarly a lot of like my friends and closest friends don't understand like why I like have this love for this grown man <laughs> like like and like it's like this weird relationship and um how do you like explain your experiences with Gary to other people of like yeah I love this guy who's like in his mid 40s like and he's like he's basically like family at this point to all of us right like we have met him multiple times. We have exchanged words multiple times. He says he remembers us. You know, you've gifted him artwork. Like how, one, what type of impact has it made on your life? And then two, like, how do you explain that relationship to other people? Um, it's made such a positive impact on my life, like just following him for years. Um, and he bought my NFT a couple of days before VCon this year and that was like one of my biggest goals was for him to own my artwork um and there's kind of a backstory behind why but it meant a lot to me and um the fact that like he remembered me and like actually took the time to do that like who does that like that like what kind of like leader does that like it's just he does so many things like that for people in the community um and just like his message is so beautiful it's all about kindness and like loving yourself and loving each other um, but yeah, I definitely sometimes I'm like, people probably think of this is so weird. And I was actually talking to someone who's like friends with him that was at VCon, we were having a conversation and he was like, so like, why, why do you love him so much? Like, just, he was just curious. And I was like, honestly, I feel like he's almost like a father figure, as weird as that sounds. Like, I, I just feel like growing up, I didn't really have like the motivation or the positive influences around me to be like follow your dreams I was always surrounded by like this fear-based mindset of like get a job and climb the corporate ladder and make money that's all that matters and it was so toxic and bad for me so like Gary's content really helped push me through that and has been such an important part of me like following my dreams so like yeah it's just I feel like that's kind of how everyone probably feels in the community yeah I, I definitely can can relate um maybe less so in the family like my parents you know definitely are supportive but in the sense of like friends or family i don't know i just feel like people gravitate towards like negative news or like you know talking shit about things or like and i'm like i don't want to spend my energy with that and like yeah. and so yeah i'll just consume all of his tweets and his youtube videos i don't know it just makes things simple so um it is a really cool relationship that we have obviously congrats on him buying a piece i think that's really like and that you like put it out there is like, Hey, this is my goal for the year. So yeah. now there it is. Like, do you have new goals for this year? Like you just like checked off the biggest one, right? So like, yeah. how do you, how do you rebound after that? What's next? Whoa, everyone's been asking me that. I don't have like a solid list written out at the moment. I, I should work on one, but actually when I was at VCon, somebody in the community was like, 
you should be the next gift girl artist and I was like that'd be a really cool goal I obviously don't want to center all my goals around like V friends and Gary V but that would be cool um but aside from that I definitely have goals I just haven't really like spent the time writing them out and that's something I should definitely do I mean that's a that would be a great goal and a very I think pri- I think it, I think that's more achievable now than like mm-hmm. Gary buying a piece of your art like a year ago you know yeah, so like so technically I think you're on the right path do you do you think about like pursuing traditional art like ways of like quote unquote breaking through like getting into a museum or having a gallery show or you know really like the the fundamentals of art making and like is that something you want to pursue or you're kind of like I'm a new age more contemporary artist and I like it that way I think it's kind of a mix of both but I definitely like like the more new age aspect of being an artist and I've had my art like featured at different like events for most more like NFT events like NFT NYC um NFT London Art Basel Miami like not in an actual exhibit for Art Basel but it was like on the Schiller truck which was really cool and then recently at NFT Bali it was shown in an NFT gallery so I kind of like that because I know just in traditional art galleries tend to take a really huge cut and I feel like that's the cool thing about NFTs is it kind of like brings power back to the creators and allows us to actually make money from our art that in a way that artists couldn't do in the past so I think it's cool to have my art shown but I just I kind of like that it's more through like NFT galleries and things like that. I lo- no, I, I love that. There's no right or wrong way to do it. In this day and age, there's every way to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think going against convention or the traditional way, you know, it, it makes you stand for something and it makes, you know, your work stand out because of that. Um, one question I want to ask, and because like, I know a lot of creatives, you know, everybody's a lot of people's dream is to work for themselves, right? Because then you don't have other people telling you what to do, blah, blah, blah. But the financial side, it's like, is that something you think about on a weekly, a daily, a monthly basis of like, how do I meet ends meet? Or has it gotten to a point where you know that, hey, like I have enough supporters and collectors and people who support me that like, if I just produce in the way that I'm producing and keep building my brand, then they will come. Like, how do you think about like the financial side of it? Because I know there's a lot of creators who want to think about whether it's leaving their job and going off on their own, but like, that's really the the main fear is the finances. I think in the beginning for me, like financially, it was going really well because of the market. And like, basically my life kind of changed overnight because my art was featured on the homepage of OpenSea. So I went from zero sales to a sold out collection with like a lot of secondary volume. And like it, I made like my yearly salary in two days. So in my mind, I was like, I'm quitting my job. I like (laughs) some job that barely pays me and I don't feel respected at. So that was like an easy decision in the moment for me to be like, I'm quitting my job. Like I'll figure it out. Um, And it's definitely been like, like ups and downs so there's some moments where I'm like oh my god I need to figure out my life financially but I feel like I don't let myself stress about it I'm always like it's gonna work out and literally every single time like somehow things work out um and so I think I kind of view it from a very spiritual way of like I'm just like I I try to always have an abundance mindset I think about the fact that there's so much money in the world and we're magnets and if I'm open to receiving a lot of money like I don't I know it sounds probably so crazy to some people but that's just like how I try to keep my mindset and it's it's been working out so far and I just don't stress like 
when I'm running low on money, I'm like, it's fine. Like there's so many opportunities, things are going to work out. And I kind of just focus on my energy. No, I, I, I think you're right. I love the abundance mindset that that's going to get clipped for sure. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're making clip worthy content here. Um, speaking of creating content, one thing that like myself, I even struggle with it, right? Like people, you know, send DMs and messages all the time. They're like, Dave, you like send, you post so many Instagram stories and do so many tweets. And like, how do you have the time for all this? And like, there is like a, I go through waves of, you know, I wouldn't call it maybe burnout. Burnout's an extreme. I do go through that, but that's like another extreme, but like, you know, fatigue in social content. Right. And when you have a business that revolves around putting work out there, is there like a key that like you use or an idea or like, how do you unlock, you know, yourself to not get fatigued and bogged down by like social creation? Yeah, that's a good question. And I'm still trying to figure it out myself. <laughs> I feel like because I deal with that too. I try to post every single day on like Instagram and TikTok. Twitter, I, I'm constantly on. I spend literally like my entire life on Twitter, I feel like, because <laughs> it's like so important if you're in the NFT space as like an artist or just in general, like constantly be connecting with people. Um, and But it can get kind of like tiring and I, I let myself take breaks when I need to. Um, but like for Instagram, for example, like or Instagram, TikTok, YouTube shorts, I'm, I try to post there daily. And if yeah. I don't really have like, amazing content I'm always recycling old stuff so I'll just repost stuff I've used in the past or as an artist a digital artist it's really easy to just like export a time lapse of something I drew on my iPad or something like that where you can just really easily create really quick content so I try to do things like that to make it easier sometimes but I'm definitely still trying to figure that out do you do you think like you could ever get you will get to a point where you're creating and you have to create so much that you like need an assistant to do your social for you? I think about that a lot where I'm like, that would be so nice. To have. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like when you work for yourself and you're kind of like either like building a brand or you're just like an artist or whatever, you have so many roles to play that it, it gets overwhelming sometimes. And my mind like is so all over the place already that it gets like it's hard to stay organized sometimes. And I'm like, it would be nice if I had like someone to kind of help me stay organized. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, right? Like it would be probably really helpful because it could help you focus on just the creative aspect, right? Not all creatives are business owners, not all business people are creative, right? It's kind of goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. um, what's something that you struggle with and that you need to get better at and you don't, do a good enough job or like you know like deep down you like you're like oh Alyssa like I gotta I gotta do a better job at this and like you really struggle with it oh so many things I, I want to be <laughs> being organized again that's a big one um honestly yeah I just feel like I feel very like scatterbrained a lot um and I'm someone who I love to start things and I don't always finish so it's like I'm always moving from one thing to the next and so sometimes it can be hard to just like get things done like I'll just constantly have to keep going to my to-do list and like it takes me so long to get through it because I'll start something and then move to the next thing so I don't know if that's like consistency maybe or just like discipline like self-discipline just sitting down and getting things done but at the same time I'm always trying to like live in a balance of like 
structure and intuitive living. I don't want to just only be like structured. Like I feel like that's kind of the benefit of not working a nine to five anymore is I kind of like can work whatever way I want. So it's about finding a balance for me. Yeah, no, I agree. And I actually think you're probably a step ahead for most because you actually have a to-do list. So even if you're not maybe following it the way that you should, at least you you took, you took step one. (laughs) Right. Um, I do want to ask you because I sh- not struggle with it, but like I've, I've kind of exhausted my efforts to try to convince people or like educate people on the NFT and Web3 space. And I'm sure maybe you have experiences too, where some people just are not believers in it and they think it's kind of going to die and it's going to move on. Is there something that like you've stuck to as an example or like really like a proof of concept that you're like, no, this this is apples to apples of like, this is how I explain why I'm bullish on NFTs and Web3 and, and why I'm going to continue to make my art through those platforms. Like if if you're talking to somebody on the street and they're asking you, what do you do? And you obviously say you're an artist, but like, how do you get them over the hurdle of NFTs and Web3? Have you thought about that? Yeah, I think about it a lot whenever I have to explain it to people. Um, I think like it always comes down to the fact that there's just so many negative perceptions around NFTs because there are a lot of like bad players in the space um, and a lot of scams and things like that. But it's really about the technology. And I think people don't understand that. Like when people say NFTs are going to die, it's like, but like what really, what is the purpose of NFTs? It's about like the blockchain technology and the benefits that can provide to creators like artists. And so I kind of try to explain that and also Something that Gary Vee has used as an example that I like to use, too, is the idea of, like, when the internet came out, which I don't remember, to be honest. I was too young, but I guess everyone thought it was a scam and said the internet was going to die. And it's like, you know, or, like, it was a scam. Like, yeah, there's scams on the internet, but that doesn't mean the internet is a scam. The internet is just a technology, and it's about how humans are using it. So I think that's an important thing to keep in mind around any new technology um so and also i think like going forward in the future a lot of brands probably and they already aren't using the word nft when they're introducing that technology it's just about like introducing the technology to the consumer without actually using the word nft because that can like trigger people so i don't think it's going anywhere like it's it's literally just technology and people kind of just like to make it more dramatic than it is Tom, Tom Billu says something really fascinating. He said it years and years ago before before I got into the NFT space. I, I watched like a YouTube video of his um, and he said a quote I'll never forget. He said, technology is a one way street. And it like hit my soul because everything you think about that has some sort of technology associated to it, it never goes backwards. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. It, like it was like a brain explosion moment for me and like since then anytime there's a new opportunity or a new tech i like try to like understand everything about it because i know it's not gonna go away Mm -hmm. it's like it makes it so challenging yeah and people are always so scared in the beginning like even my sister recently sent me this thing about how ai is so bad and i'm like ai isn't bad it's just sometimes people might use it in a bad way and i feel like you know we can't stop the technology from moving forward so we might as well learn to understand it and how we can use it to benefit us too. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree with that mentality. Um, Alyssa, I got two more questions for you. Um, the first is where can people find your work? 
um, what platforms do you, you touched on using Twitter a lot. So give us your Twitter handle, your Instagram. It sounds like you're on YouTube shorts, even you're kind of all over the place. So where can people find you across socials? Um, my Instagram is Alyssa Stevens underscore my Twitter and it's, or no, sorry. Did I say my Twitter? My Twitter is Alyssa Stevens yeah. underscore. My Instagram is Alyssa Stevens art. I have a link tree in my bios of both of those places. So you can find like all my links with my work on OpenSea and foundation um, and like object and all of those links. So yeah, I have a link tree. That's probably easiest. Cool. And one thing I think um, is really cool about your work is you, um, when you price it, I actually think it's super fair because like a lot of times artists will price, you know, work in the hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. And I think you, you have this point of entry make, which makes it so accessible for most people, um, which makes it really cool and beautiful. So for those interested, please go check out our work um, on the link tree or on Twitter or on Instagram. Um, the last question, which has become kind of this consistent model uh, that I like to ask the guests is, we all wouldn't be here uh, today without somebody else's help or support. And so if there's one person or two people or a handful of people that you would love to give flowers to, um, who's kind of comes to mind for you? Is there like a, a rock in your life that you go back to every day or when you're feeling low or kind of talk about who, who would you give some flowers to? My answer to this is always my grandma, even though she passed away when I was 11, because I feel like I wouldn't be the person I am today without her. And she was like the most important person in my life and really like always just showed me so much love and cared for me so much in a way that I just didn't feel like she had. She just loved me so unconditionally in a way I didn't feel from other people growing up. And so I think it kind of helps me to build confidence and just learn to love myself. And I still like whenever I'm going through something, I talk to her and I can always feel her energy like with me. Um, so even though she's not here right now, like I still talk to her all the time and she's helped me through a lot. Um, I'm trying to think, honestly, so many people in the Web3 community, like I think about this a lot, like last year or like a year and a half ago. And before that, I had never had any sense of community in my life. Um, and I think that's part of like why I struggled so much with my mental health is I felt so alone all the time. And now having so many people I talk to every single day on Twitter and a lot of them I've met in real life too, like it just knowing that they like genuinely support me and care about me and like vice versa, it's such a beautiful thing. And it, it really like helps you get through the harder moments, like knowing that you have this community of support. So I, I'm not going to name a ton of people because there's just so many, but like a lot of people in the Web3 space. I think that's a that's a, a part of Web3 that people don't talk enough about. Right. So I'm super happy that you brought that up of like, yeah, if I send a good morning tweet, I know a dozen crazy motherfuckers who really love what I do are going to respond and give me the most positive energy right back. And like that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist on Instagram. It like, or, like maybe a little bit, but not like this. And so I think that's a, that's a part of, um, I think web three that people need to talk about more. There's also the negative side of crypto Twitter, but I think depending on who you follow and who you surround yourself with, that's super important. Yeah. Um, Alyssa, thanks for joining us. This has been super fun. I'm, I'm really happy that you took the time and you joined us. Um, I'm very excited to follow and continue to watch your journey as you grow as an artist and, and become more and more uh, 
world renowned. Um, so I'm I'm stoked to see the kind of the next tiers uh, and olive branches of of your brand as well. Thank you so much. I'm so happy you were able to have me on. I'm sorry if you hear my dogs. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy to be here. And um, yeah, thank you.